So, okay. Like, let's put this in concrete terms. Say that uh, the video game Cyberpunk 2077 <laughs> is coming out, right? Uh-huh. Hotly anticipated. And there are they just print so many copies of this of this blu-ray game over there in korea or wherever they make games i'm just assuming it's it's probably in asia somewhere they send them over but there's too many two people or people don't want to game that much there's too many and so they just have to shut down production over there in korea because there's just too many copies of cyberpunk 2077 on american shelves yes Absolutely. And so, but when that happens, what happens next? So it's not just then that, okay, we shut down, fine. Now you can sell out of these games and no one mm-hmm. ever, ever has to hear from about it again. Yeah. Which is something that I recommend in the case of Cyberpunk 2020, whatever. Yeah. But also that then that that firm that has to shut down, what are the cascading effects from them shutting down? Well, that firm is probably going to have to lay people off or that firm is going to, you know, they're going to halt production on other things to try to like squeeze profits from other places and try to save, you know, their firm from going bankrupt because they've stopped production, right? Mm-hmm. So all these things kind of like start, you know, maybe there is um, a firm that they get packaging from in order to package the game. Now yes. that firm has to shut down their production because the game production firm doesn't need the packaging anymore, right? And they go yeah. through the same thing. And maybe that packaging firm gets more raw materials from a different firm that supplies the plastic or et cetera, et cetera. You can see, right? Yeah. My my now the the DVD cover firm that I run has to make snuff film <laughs> instead of our usual Cyberpunk 2077 fair. <laughs> so this actually did happen prior to the pandemic. This happened uh, across a bunch of industries. Uh, namely auto industry, actually, uh, throughout Europe, there was yeah. a big, there was a bit of an overproduction of cars. And so there was a big halting of manufacturing, which by the way, that has led to some of the price hikes that we're starting to see in cars right now. It's, so it's not just the, the shift in demand that happened. There's some, some other things that happened prior to the pandemic. Um, but we also saw this with, you know, like a bunch of, uh, machine, like tool companies in Germany or in China, there was a bunch of like industrial growth. Like there was like a sharp reduction in industrial growth in China right before Wuhan ultravirus. And raw material uh, exports like got cut really big. So what you're seeing then is a bunch of kind of like uh, ramifications from all this like stopping and starting. Right. Yeah, because we went we went from basically some rather uncertain economic ground right into the pandemic, and then I think a lot of that, like the actual like prior priors to the pandemic, are sort of blamed on coronavirus when mm. actually that com- just compounded problems that already existed, and of course created new ones as well. Yeah, absolutely. We talked about this in one of our like first episodes on COVID. I don't even remember. We were, I think we were even talking with Alex Skaggs about stuff, but we were talking about how uh, most of the West, like mm-hmm. Germany, Italy, even some parts of the US, possibly Japan, South Africa, Argentina, were like already facing recessions, like already staring down the possibility of a recession prior. I mean, this was like in December, January. Uh, 2019 or 2020. So then you have what the pan- pandemic hits, and you know that adds a whole nother layer to, you know, a possible kind of crisis of overproduction that 
a bunch of the the big manufacturing hubs were looking at and big states were looking at. Yes, that's why they planned it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs>